Hello, friends. Craig Ballard locked on Blue Jays. Toronto Blue Jays now in Anaheim to take on the Angels in a three-game weekend set. This series is going to close out the season-opening 10-game road trip for the Toronto Blue Jays. And on today's episode of Locked on Blue Jays, we'll get you set for all three games. You are Locked on Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Craig Ballard. I am Locked On Blue Jays, and I am thankful to you for choosing to spend part of your day talking Toronto Blue Jay baseball with me. want to shout out those of you who are watching on YouTube. Much appreciated. If Locked On Blue Jays is becoming part of your podcast daily routine as well, can't thank you enough for that. Certainly don't have time to thank all of the new subscribers, but but I do see you, and it is much appreciated. I've noticed recently uh, JV, uh, Iron Tusk Viking, Ken Bauer, Zach McDonald, Adam Canning, right, to, to name just a few. So thank you guys so much for helping the Locked On Blue Jay podcast grow. Now, Toronto Blue Jays at Anaheim to take on the Angels, a three-game weekend series. Now, you, you remember in 2020, of course, you, you didn't play every team, right? That was the COVID-shortened season. So the Jays didn't play Anaheim, didn't play the Angels in 2020. They did, of course, in 2021 and 2022, 14 times. They split those games, seven wins each team. Now, the ironic thing is, it's been the road team that's getting all the victories. So for the Blue Jays, that works out in this particular series as, as they're the road team in this particular series. Now, one certainly glass half full for this weekend series is the Blue Jays will not have to face Shohei Otani, the pitcher. Exact opposite side of that coin, though, because there is a there is at least a potential glass half empty here on the exact opposite side of that coin. You don't face Shohei, but... Anaheim is throwing three lefties at the Blue Jays this weekend. All three starting pitchers for, for the Angels this weekend will be lefties. Blue Jays, I mean, decent, I suppose, off to a decent enough start this season against lefties. We know last season, as far as winning teams go, there wasn't a team that was even anywhere close to as bad against lefties as the Toronto Blue Jays, which, of course, doesn't make sense, right? Last year's lineup was all, was all righties. Anyway, I digress. But, yeah, so won't have to face Shohei, the pitcher, of course, you're going to have to deal with Shohei the batter. Shohei the batter in his career against the Toronto Blue Jays has an OPS over 1,000. Mike Trout in his career against the Toronto Blue Jays has an OPS over 1,000. I mean, I know these guys hit everybody, right? Like The Toronto Blue Jays are not, not in a minority here where they struggle against Trout and Otani, but certainly worth noting that, yes, we're going to have to keep an eye on those batters this weekend. There's they're, they're, they're simply no doubt about it. They're so good, so talented. And so have been so good traditionally against the Toronto Blue Jays. Now on the mound on Friday night's first game is Chris Bassett. Oh boy, what could go wrong, right? My goodness. Whew, a lot of trepidation early on for Chris Bassett. And it wasn't just the fact that the St. Louis Cardinals rocked Chris Bassett in, in his opener. It was the fact that the calling card for Chris Bassett, the reason for optimism to be so excited about Chris Bassett is he has such a great arsenal. So you would, you know, traditionally speaking, whatever pitch ails you as a batter, Chris Bassett throws it and he can exploit your weaknesses. Well, against St. Louis, he threw six different pitches, right? Right in line with, with, with his arsenal pitches. He's got about eight of them. Every single one of those pitches was hit and hit hard. If you saw his comments after the game, he seemed to be very um, uh, surprised. And, and certainly I think we would have to say unpleasantly surprised with how aggressive St. Louis was. I don't, he, he wasn't expecting them to be swinging at some of those pitches as, as early as they were in the counts. He was, he was trying to set some things up, never got deep enough in counts against them. And that's the St. Louis's credit, but goodness, all six pitches getting hit very, very hard. Now, Chris Bassett is a wily veteran. It's one of my favorite things about him coming into, to, to the fold for the Toronto Blue Jays. I, I've got him pegged as somebody who really is, is shrewd between the ears 
and is a pitcher's pitcher. And what I mean by that is whatever it legitimately needs to be done in the four days between starts to get ready for that fifth day. Chris Bassett is doing it. He is prepared to take that ball every fifth day. I know that that was not on display in, in his season opener. I absolutely get that. In his Blue Jay debut, I absolutely get that. All of his numbers from his Blue Jay debut were all career highs, or I guess in this case, career lows. So I get the trepidation for Chris Bassett. He's got a big contract that's been brought in as well. I'm still very excited about Chris Bassett. As I say, Wiley veteran, in my opinion, a pitcher's pitcher, in my opinion. Now, current L.A. hitters, worth noting, because this could be a problem, that the current uh, 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 Angels are hitting 288 versus Chris Bassett. Mike Trout, 7 for 17. That's a 412 average against Chris Bassett. Now, there is some potentially good news in here. Yes, L.A., the Angels have hit well against Bassett, but the top four in the order, so that's uh, Taylor Ward, that's Trout, that's Shohei, and Hunter Renfrew. So Trout has hit Bassett, right? We're going to have to keep an eye on that matchup. We might even consider that matchup the Craig's key, right? Like that that, that could be the key matchup. But the other three at the top of that lineup, so again, that's Shohei, Taylor Ward, and Hunter Renfro, combined four for 31 against Chris Bassett with 13 strikeouts. Okay, that's some big time. That feels like big time cause for optimism to me. Now, at this at Angel Stadium, on this uh, in this ballpark, on this mound, career Chris Bassett, four and one, 411 ERA. Now, the last time he was on this mound, was back in 2021. So ultimately, I am looking for a bounce back start from Chris Bassett today. So I'm simply going with what a veteran he is and the fact that nothing from his previous start is going to bleed into this start. I think the same would be said if Bassett was was brilliant in his first start. I don't think uh, Chris Bassett is, is the sort of veteran pitcher that's going start to start. It's a brand new slate every single time, something we perhaps wish Jose Barrios would adapt. But anyway, we'll get to Jose Barrios in the Saturday matchup. Now on the mound for the Angels, Patrick Sandoval. Patrick Sandoval, the glass half full, is that the Blue Jays rocked Patrick Sandoval when they faced him last season. Truth be told, there is a glass half empty here because all of that, now that, that was three innings pitched, five runs on five hits. Now, let me tell you that all of that damage was done by Rymel Tapia, gone. Lourdes, gone. Teo, gone, right? The Blue Jays outfield that day just rocked Sandoval. None are even Blue Jays anymore, so I have to keep an eye there. Matt Chapman, we know, man, we're, we're all thrilled. We're all thrilled with the start that Matt Chapman is off to. But career, he is 0 for 7. Does have four walks against Sandoval, but 0 for 7. In total, the current Blue Jays, because, again, the ones who did damage are gone. So the current Blue Jays that, that will be in, in, in this lineup against Sandoval or, or, or available for this lineup against Sandoval are combined 3 for 26. That is a 118 batting average. Blue Jays struggle against lefties, right? We know this. And, and Sandoval is the type of pitcher that, that traditionally a lefty, or I shouldn't say traditionally, but certainly lately for the Blue Jays, has given them trouble. His, his four-seamer got gets rocked. His four-seamer got absolutely rocked and dealt with last season. This Toronto Blue Jay lineup can deal with a four-seam fastball. Like if he's going to be flipping, if he's going to be running those four-seam fastballs up today, especially if he's missing his spots, Blue Jays are going to do very, very well. The problem is his for the Blue Jays. Sandoval's slider and his changeup are both very effective. And those off-speed pitches from lefties, right? That's traditionally where we see the Toronto Blue Jays get themselves into trouble. In this stadium, Patrick uh, in Angel Stadium, Patrick Sandoval career has a good ERA, 3.66. He's never gotten a lot of run support. His overall record in, in Angel Stadium, just 4-13. and 13. Going to get you set for game two of this series, the Jose Barrios start on Saturday in just a moment, but do want to take a second to let you know of an exciting new sponsor we have here on Locked On Blue Jays. So rare. 
So Rare is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. So Rare MLB game weeks happen twice weekly and span a three to four day cycle. At the end of the game weeks, So Rare MLB managers who rank at or near the top of their leaderboards win a variety of rewards, which can include So Rare scarcity cards, game tickets, merchandise, signed jerseys, and VIP experiences like meeting MLB stars. Prizes may vary depending on the competition. Head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn. That's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's SoRare.com slash LockedOn to start playing today. Greg Ballard with you, Locked On Blue Jays. Reminder that Locked On Blue Jays is part of the Locked On network of podcasts. So if you're a baseball fan in general, there is Locked On MLB. If you're a fantasy baseball fan like me, there's Locked On Fantasy as well. Would definitely encourage you to check those things out. Now, as far as Locked On Blue Jays, middle segment of our Friday show. So let's get into the middle game of this three-game set at Anaheim against the Angels. Oh boy, got to take a deep breath here, right? Got to take a deep breath because we're about to talk Jose Barrios. Oh boy, oh boy. One of the problems, is that the way to put it? One of the things that adds to the concern, let's put it that way, about Jose Barrios is the fact that the the light is not at the end of the tunnel here, right? Let's say, for example, let's say Hyunjin Ryu came back at some point this season and was just awful. Well, the light is at the end of the tunnel. He only has a few months left in his contract. But Jose Barrios and the Toronto Blue Jays signed a seven-year, pardon me, goodness, a seven-year contract extension. And personally, I can't even come down on Shapiro Atkins for that because at that time, I celebrated that. At that time, I cheered and applauded that. They re-upped with Jose Barrios one full year before he was even going to hit free agency. Barrios said his family just fell in love with Toronto right away. It's the place he could see that he wants to raise his family going forward. And from a Blue Jay standpoint, at that time, what wasn't to love? Jose Barrios was a perennial pitcher with an ERA in the threes. What wasn't to love? So I, I can't just hindsight this right at this point, right, and, and give criticism because at the time I really liked it. But certainly so much legitimate uh, a cause for concern when it comes to Jose Barrios, not just long-term, but the short-term as well. Short-term in, in our scenario today, of course, is his start on Saturday against the Angels. Jose Barrios is the, he's the real estate agent version of the, uh, of, of the Toronto Blue Jays, right? What, what do the real estate agents always say? The three most important things are location, location, location. What are the three most important things with Jose Barrios? Where does he get himself in so much trouble? Location, location, location. Jose Barrios, any pitcher, any pitcher on the big league level that makes a pitch and hits his spot, that's still a pitch to a big league batter. So you're not always going to have success there. It's big league batters are still going to have, you know, do their thing and have success against you. Even with that said, it seems like Jose Barrios, even when he makes his pitches and hits a spot, it seems like he gets hit more than other pitchers in that scenario. But the real issue, the real problem is the, the times when, when he's hitting his spot, still getting some hits, but you, you know, the, the, in that same inning, it's going to be peppered in so many times where he misses his spot. Now he's missing spots and the ball's ending up in the middle of the plate to big league hitters. That's a problem. The example I'm going to use is Alec Manoa in, in that Kansas City game a couple days ago. You probably saw that situation. Manoa had the guys at first and third and, and the lineup turned over to Bobby Witt Jr. There's one out first and third. Gets Bobby Witt Jr. to pop up to the second baseman, gets the next batter out. So Alec Manoa able to battle, make some pitches, and right the ship. That's the issue with Jose Barrios. He's just struggled so mightily with, with riding that ship. In that same scenario, 
first and third one out for Jose Barrios, you know there's another one, probably two hits at least coming. You know there's another walk coming in there as well. And one of those one or two other hits coming is very likely to be a home run. And just like that, the other team has put a crooked number on the scoreboard, seeing it time and time again with Jose Barrios. He has not been able to right his ship. Now, in this particular game against the Angels, Let's start with a little bit of good news because you do have Brett Phillips and David Fletcher. Now, it's, it is sort of true that neither may play tonight, so maybe it's not as good news, but I'm, I'm trying to see what, you know, something glass half full. Well, those two, again, Phillips and Fletcher, they combined to hit just two for 18 with seven strikeouts. So Barrios dominates those two batters. So we'll start with some good news. Unfortunately, <laughs> the table does turn because there is a lot of bad news, not just how Barrios has been pitching as a Toronto Blue Jay, but in his career against this uh, L.A. Anaheim uh, Angels team. Oh, boy, you talk about a struggle. So that's Phillips and Fletcher advantage Barrios. Any other angel that will be in this lineup today, combined, the current angels combined 19 for 46. That's a 413 batting average <laughs> versus Jose Barrios. Holy moly. How about Shohei Otani? Six for 14 against Barrios. Three doubles, three home runs. What could go wrong, right? Holy moly. None of this is encouraging, right? I, I hear it. None of this is encouraging. Well, how has Barrios fared against the Angels in his career? Two and four with a 6.81 ERA. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, okay. So, so uh, that's another piece of, of glass half empty right there. Uh, is, is there anything else you want to mention, Craig? Well, How's he done on this mound in this stadium against the Angels? Two and two, 8.61 ERA. I'm going to have to say that again. 8.61 ERA at Angel Stadium. He's had five home runs at Angel Stadium. How many home runs? He's had five starts at Angel Stadium. Beg your pardon. And he's allowed five. Or you probably could have seen that coming. He's allowed five home runs at Angel Stadium, a home run per start, which is right in line with what we've seen from Jose Barrios. I mean, what 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 are we what are we going to say here, guys? Fingers crossed. Jeez, it's it, it's such a crapshoot right now with Barrios. Remember, this was this was the 2022 opening day starter for the Toronto Blue Jays. He he has fallen significantly uh, down the rung. We're, we're going to see how Bassett does uh, in, in in tonight's game. Hopefully, so hopefully Bassett establishes himself as that legit number three. And what's even playing out potentially before our eyes is you say Kikuchi leapfrogging Barrios in, in that rotation. And remember, Barrios, the, the, the Blue Jays opening day starter last season, he wasn't even scheduled. He wasn't even slated for a start in that wild card series. So it, it was a quick, rapid, and painful, if you're a Blue Jay fan, deterioration right before our very eyes for Jose Barrios. How about the mound opponent? Second game in a row, the Anaheim Angels will throw a lefty at the Blue Jays. This time it's going to be Tyler Anderson. This is Anderson's first season with the Angels. His best season was last season. Now, he's been in the league since 2015, but last season as a Dodger, just stellar. How about 15-5 and five with a 2.57 ERA? 15-5, and 2.57 ERA? I mean, that, that's going to work, right? But yes, please. Blue Jay fans hoping for something like that from you say this year, by the way. A good four-seamer, good cutter. A really good changeup against the righties. The righties will see the change in the four-seamer. Lefties will see the cutter and the sinker. Six innings pitched, no earned runs in his 2023 debut. That's going to work. Now, one cause for optimism for the Blue Jays, he's only ever made two starts uh, at Angel Stadium. He's pitched seven total innings at Angel Stadium, 14 runs on 17 hits. Holy moly. 
for for our fan duel betters. I mean, you might be looking at the over tonight, right? Barrios against Tyler Anderson. My gosh. And the Blue Jays don't usually hit lefties well. But again, Tyler Anderson, career in this ballpark, seven innings pitched, 14 runs on 17 hits. That's an ERA of 18. That's an ERA of 18. Goodness, 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 goodness. Brandon Belt. I really doubt that we'll see Belt in the lineup in Saturday's game. First of all, he's struggling mightily, right? He, he's somebody who just, he, he looks like he's still in spring training mode. He's missing fastballs down the middle on a completely regular basis. Brandon Belt, just as a side note, if you saw the game on, on Thursday against uh, Kansas City, his body language, hate to say it, I mean, his body language was telling the story of somebody wondering if he still has it, if he can still continue in this league. So I'm concerned about Brandon Belt. But anyway, that's a side note. No matter what, I don't think we see Belt today against, or Saturday against Tyler Anderson, because Belt in his career, three for 19 with six strikeouts against Tyler Anderson. It's been complete domination. So I, I, I doubt we'll see Belt on Saturday. Now, Dalton Varshow has been hot. He's been awesome as a Blue Jay writer. We love Dalton Varshow. Now, he's three for four against uh, against uh, Tyler Anderson in his career. And what have we seen the Blue Jays do with a lefty on the mound? Whit Merrifield will go to the outfield, Santiago Espinal at second base, and one of Varshow or Kiermaier will sit. In this particular game on Saturday, I think it's got to be Kiermaier that's going to sit because I think Varshow has got to be in there. Speaking of Whit, we know he's going to be in there. Two for six with a home run lifetime against Tyler Anderson. Get you set on the other side of, of this quick break here for game three, the third and final game. It's Yusei Kikuchi. All of a sudden getting excited about Yusei Kikuchi, but we'll get you set for that game in just a moment. Let's talk a little FanDuel. MLB is here. M NBA playoffs are almost here. So now's the perfect time to download FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. So that's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line to point scores to three-pointers drained. I mean, heck, I'd, I'd take a look at the over in the Blue Jay game on Saturday, check out that pitching matchup, but okay. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Craig Ballard, Locked On Blue Jays, back with you. Third and final segment. We're going to do some trivia when it comes to Toronto Blue Jays and uh, Angels uh, to, to finish off the show. But of course, first and foremost, third segment. So let's get ready for the third game of this Blue Jays and Angels series. You say Kikuchi against Reed Detmers. I, know, I mean, stop me if you've heard this before, right? Anaheim throwing a lefty against the Jays. All three starters, we talk, right? All three starters will be lefties this, uh, this weekend uh, against the Toronto Blue Jays. Speaking of lefties, now here comes the Blue Jays' version of their lefty. Do, do I need to fight the instinct to get excited about Yusei Kikuchi? Man, because, I, again, you know, we've talked about Yusei before. We've seen stretches in the past where he's been awesome, but, I mean, it was a, it was a short stretch, and the rest of the season was a nightmare. He, way more often than not, has been terrible. But why am I allowing some optimism to creep in now to myself? I feel, I feel myself allowing that to happen, and the reason being... I was about to say he's reinvented himself. That might be too far, but he's certainly not the same pitcher we've seen in the past. That cut fastball that was just one of the worst pitches in baseball, it, it, it seems to be gone. And that new pitch, remember we've talked, Kevin Gosman uh, talks about uh, Yusei's new pitch. He calls it a, a curter sliderish pitch, cur a curve sliderish pitch. He, Kevin Gosman, the veteran, can't even pinpoint, is it a curve or a slider? It's got some wonky movement. He's been working it. And what's what's what always been our, our issue with Yusei Kikuchi? He doesn't throw strikes. He doesn't pound the strike zone. 
in spring training. We saw that be different. Now, that's only one part, right? That still needed to translate into the regular season. Well, in his season debut, what did we see? He pounded the strike zone. So I can't believe it, but I'm starting to get excited about Yusei Kikuchi. Now, the, the numbers on the surface, remember, you say his entire career has been terrible. So no surprise that his numbers against Anaheim have been terrible. One in four with a career 9.71 ERA against the Angels. Holy moly. Holy moly. One in four, career 9.71 ERA against the Angels. My goodness. In this stadium, at Angel Stadium, one in two, 8.54 ERA. Oh, boy. Deep breaths on these. Deep breaths on these, right? <laughs> so scary. So scary. I, again, legit cause for optimism because he seems to be a different pitcher. But, I mean, there's just no denying his past against the Angels. It's been completely one-sided. Now, the only glass half full from the Blue Jays is uh, Gio Urshela has really struggled. He's, he's two for ten in his career against uh, Kikuchi. But, my gosh, the rest of the Angels that are on this roster, they combine 28 for 78. That's a 359 batting average against Yusei Kikuchi. How is Shohei Otani done? He's hit two home runs. How is Mike Trout done? He's hit two home runs. <laughs> but, but again, I mean, that uh, I'm, I'm going to say glass half full. That's all in the past. We're seeing a different Yusei Kikuchi. This one start in particular, it's one thing to go and, and pound the strike zone and be effective against the Kansas City Royals. Here comes the Anaheim Angels now. Now. Who knows if the Angels will be a playoff team this season? We'll have to see how it plays out, but I just don't think there's any doubt that their offense is a significantly more difficult animal for you, say, to, to navigate and, and to get through and to dominate like you did against Kansas City, right? S significantly different challenge here. Reed Detmers on the mound for the Angels. Now, personally, I have a lot of Reed Detmers uh, rookie cards. I hope he has an amazing career. Let him really struggle on Sunday, though, right? And then And then go on to the amazing career. Now, he did throw a no-hitter last season, and he really, really knows the way to my heart because it was a no-hitter against Tampa Bay, my most hated team, right? You'd think the Yankees or the Red Sox, but the Rays always beat the Jays, so I just can't stand the Rays. That's why, why I didn't want Kevin Kiermaier. Like it, it's taken me a second to, to warm up to Kevin Kiermaier, but it now says Blue Jays across his chest, so I'm, I am warming up to Kiermaier. But I just have such disdain, respect, respect out the wazoo, but such disdain for the Tampa Bay Rays. So I loved when Detmers tossed that no-hitter against them. Uh, seven and six, he went last season. 3.77 ERA. It was his first full season in baseball. 3.77 ERA. I got to say, that's pretty good. That, that That's going to work. Current Toronto Blue Jays, oh boy. Just four for, for 23. That's a 174 batting average against Detmers. Oh boy. His career in this ballpark at Angel Stadium, he's been good here. Only a five and four record. But again, remember, he, he's, he just got to Anaheim and they, they were just brutal last year. So it's probably even good that he has any sort of winning record. Uh, in, at home at Angel Stadium, but a 3.58 career ERA in this ballpark. Again, I'm going to say that's good. Again, I'm going to say that's going to work. This guy's a lot of promise. 23 in his season opener and, and for 2023, his four-seamer, it, it was a weird one. If you saw his four-seamer looked good. I thought his four-seamer looked good anyway. Maybe I'll speak for myself. I thought his four-seamer looked good. I thought his slider looked good. But uh, uh, location-wise, pinpoint location-wise, to be totally honest, he was a little bit wild. He was a little bit wild. So for the Blue Jays today, I, 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 sorry, not today, that, that, that came on Sunday. So for the Blue Jays in that series finale on Sunday, what do you think? What's your prediction? Will the Jays be looking to win that game to take the series or hopefully looking to win that game to sweep the series, right? Either way, I think that Sunday might be the, the toughest game. Uh, I, again, I, I just like Reed Detmers. 
and so and, and the Blue Jays traditionally have struggled against lefties. Is is it going to be asking a lot for the Jays to take two out of three against lefties? Is it going to be asking the impossible to sweep? I mean, we're we're going to have to see a play out. If if I'm being honest, I'm not massively optimistic just because of how much the Blue Jays have struggled against lefties. And again, I like Reed Detmers, so we'll see how this game turns out. Really, the storyline of Sunday is is you say Kikuchi truly that different pitcher that 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 we've seen. So, so in other words, someone that we can truly be, uh, become excited about. Now, let's finish off today's episode as we've gotten you set for the weekend series now with Blue Jays and Angels. Let's talk some trivia. I've got three trivia questions that have to do with, with Blue Jays and Angels. Uh, drop your guesses in the comments. Will you know one, two, all three? Uh, let, let's have some fun together. Let's see. So the first is the, uh, the uh, then-California Angels gave up the most runs to a Blue Jay team in Toronto Blue Jay history. And, and it was early, too. I think it was like 1979, which was their third season of existence. How many runs did the Blue Jays score? It's a franchise record in that game back in, again, again I think it was 79, against the then-California Angels franchise record. That's question number one. Question number two. The Blue Jays franchise record for most walk-off grand slams in one season is two. Who was the player that hit it? And what does that have to do with, with the Angels? Well, one of those walk-off Grand Slams was against Oakland. The other was against the Angels. And not only did this player hit a walk-off Grand Slam against the uh, the then Anaheim Angels, I'll give you that clue there, it's more recent, but it was an ultimate Grand Slam. So an ultimate Grand Slam is when you hit a Grand Slam to walk off in the bottom of the ninth or bottom of whatever inning as the home team when your team is down by three runs. So, so yeah, the second one, down by three runs, this batter hits a Grand Slam in the bottom, I believe, I want to say the bottom of the ninth. Might have been bottom of the, could be, I want to say bottom of the ninth. But anyway, the, the, the ultimate Grand Slam. So who was that player? And our third and final uh, Locked on Blue Jay trivia question today, December 2nd, 1990. So 1990, right? Going into the 90, December 2nd, 1990, going into the 91 season. And we know what happened in 92, 93. So there's your hint that it's somebody that became very instrumental for the 92 and 93 defending our back-to-back -back champion, World Series champion, Blue Jays. On December 2nd, 1990, the Blue Jays traded Junior Felix and Luis Soho for this player. Who was that player? Again, want to thank you for spending part of your day talking Toronto Blue Jay baseball with me. I hope you uh, have a fantastic weekend, and I hope it's a weekend full of Toronto Blue Jay victories. We'll finish it off to quoting Tom Cheek. Touch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.